Welcome to the Ask Cadian Show with your host, Cadian Grant. This radio show airs bi-weekly on Sundays on BBS Radio at 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Cadian is a life transformation coach and the author of the upcoming book, Climbing Your Happiness Ladder. If you would like to experience extraordinary shifts in your life, tune into this life-altering show to experience Cadian's unusual coaching skills. She will guide you to greater levels of happiness, fulfillment, and connection. And now, let's ask Katie. Hello, everybody, and thank you for being here with me again tonight. This is Katie and Grant, of course, your live transformation coach. And I am always here to remind you of your greatness. And tonight's show is about your life's vision. And that is, there is a common vision that we all have, and that's a greatness vision. We're all here to reach a certain level or levels of greatness. And um, so hopefully after tonight, um, you can move in the direction of your vision if you feel you're off track. And of course, if you need help, give me a call at any time because this is an interactive show. So call in and chat with me anytime. The number in the United States and Canada is 888 627 6008. Once again, in the United States and Canada, the number is 888 627 6008. And anywhere else around the world directly, because um, this radio cast goes out you know, around the world, the number is 323 744 4831. Once again, it's 323 744 4831. Three, one. Give me a call so we can chat tonight. Like I said um, a few minutes ago, your vision. Um, tonight's topic is about your life's vision. And we're going to talk about some important information about that vision. Everyone has a vision. I was asked once um, about having a vision. I don't think I had one or I ever had one. We all were born with a vision. It's just that it gets changed over time and it's changed by, you know, others around us, or we have to go to a deeper level of it or a different version of it because we connected to it too long. But the reality is we all have a vision. Not having a vision for our life is like getting in your car and driving without a destination in mind. You know, it's getting up every day with with without a purpose. You were born to live meaningfully and not wander aimlessly. And your vision is part of your guide map to get you to that destination. You don't want to be driving around and without anywhere to go, you know. People that are connected to their vision, you know, are at risk at becoming, I'm sorry, people that are not connected to your vision are at risk at not at becoming the vision that others have of them. You become who you're not supposed to be. 
the others can be defined as family and society, your culture, um, your spouse, your friends, you know, who whose vision are you living in right now? And some questions I would like you to ask yourself and you can write them down for later is, how do you see your life unfolding? How do you see yourself? Is your life the way you envisioned it? If not, is it better? Is it worse? Do you think your vision is gone? How's, you know, how long have you had this same vision, you know, since you were a child? Do you remember what your earliest vision was? That vision that you had early in your life, are you living it now? Have you ever lived any part of your vision? Because you can live parts of it. And we will talk about that tonight. You know, anything, your, your vision can be almost anything. And Sometimes you might think, oh, my earliest vision is I thought, you know, I had a vision that I'm, I'm a superhero, right? I wanted to be um, Batman or Superman. And you think that's actually a silly vision because of what superheroes represent in our society. But actually, that is a vision for you. It's just metaphorically. They save the world, right? These superheroes, they fight crime. Maybe you want to be or it's in your heart to be in law enforcement or to become an activist. Maybe that's what that vision is showing you. Maybe that's why you love superheroes and the comics and so on and so forth. I remember as a child, I had a vision of feeding the world. I wanted to feed the world. Now that is a huge vision, but I remember sitting at home thinking how I can magically do this. You know, how can I make food appear for everyone? And what I do now is healing for others. It's not the world, but um, it is down that path of helping others live happier and a better life. So don't just take your earliest vision and think they're silly. There's just a different representation of it, and it's for you to figure that out. I want to talk about 10 things to know about your visions, 10 important things that I think are important. And number one is we were all born with a vision of our life or for our life. And I get that question, you know, a couple, a few times. I don't think I have a vision, like I said earlier, but yes, you were born with a vision. You came here with a vision for a purpose and a financial vision vision and and a body vision and a greatness vision like I said earlier and it's just that you just don't remember it and the people around you unfortunately can't tell you know what kind of vision you you came here with that would have been so much easier for them wouldn't it if they knew you were supposed to be a police officer or an activist or a politician where they can gear you that way but they really didn't but yes we were all born with a vision just think about 
the things that resonated with you as a child, things that you like, and if you had siblings, how differently you felt from your your um, siblings because your vision is for you. You know, no two people have the same exact vision. Number two, your vision is tailor-made for you and you only. That's right. You can't want to be the next Oprah or the next Justin Bieber. You just can't be that. That's their vision. You have to find out what yours is because it's tailor-made for you. Yes, your vision might be a talk show host or a singer or an entertainer, but it can't follow the path the exact path as someone else. It is strictly for you. That's why you feel a certain way about certain things. That's why certain things trigger you or certain things make you happy or even certain things that bore you. Like that's not for you. It's not a part of your vision. It might be a part of your family's vision, but it might not be a part of your vision. So your vision is tailor-made for you. Number three, your vision has changed since you were born. And most people, I will say a majority, 99, over 99% of the people on this planet, their vision has changed. And the reason for that is what I call the rewiring. And that's our family, friends, society, You know, everything and everyone you have come in contact with has imparted something differently for you to you to tell you this is what you're supposed to be. This is what will make you happy. This is what you should do Um, for you to live a good life and have enough money for retirement, you must go to college. You know, they're telling you what they think and it it really rewires who you are because we know you don't have to go to college to live a good life or to have financial abundance. We see that a lot through stars and entertainers and stuff like that because they follow their vision, abundance come their way. So your vision has changed by the rewiring, by the people we align ourselves to, you know, um, just, I would like you to think about the people people in your life. Is it, are you living their dream? Are you living their vision? Are you compromising too much? Uh, what does this life that you look like, that you have look like for you or feels like for you? That's a, a better way to judge it. What does it feel like for you? And for some people, their ego takes over really young and they align more to their ego and what the world is presented to them. And because they align align more to that, they don't even remember what their, their vision is. So your vision can be changed and has changed by various things. Number four, Visions can scare you. <laughs> yes. And I know you're saying, but if it's tailor-made for me, I know that's what you're thinking. How can my vision 
scare me. Yes, your vision can scare you. You can ha- you can see yourself really great and that is scary because you don't believe you can be great or you deserve to be great or you're worthy of it. Greatness in this in the in this world is, you know, we think of it as being reserved for a few people. So if we think of Oprah, oh, we think she's great, you know? If we think of Beyonce, oh, we think of great. And then we will shrink and not think that we can fulfill that level of greatness when you can. So when you see yourself like that, you start to compare you compare it to other people and then it gets scary because you get really small. I remember real early on in my life, probably in my late teens, I saw myself, a vision of myself was speaking in front of a large audience. And that was scary for me because I was scared to death of public speaking. I was not allowed to speak up in my home. I came from a home where children are heard, you know, um, and they should not speak up. So, and then when I went to school, it just made it worse. I got even quieter and nobody really intervened on my part to help me to speak up. But I was able to get good grades because of my test scores or my report I had to do, but I didn't, I was so afraid of it. In my 20s, I started to work for a Fortune 500 company and was put in the position of management and leadership and was forced to do it. And it was really, really scary for me. So I put that aside for a long time. And now um, look what I'm doing. I'm on the radio. I'm speaking a lot these days. And that's because I'm finally embracing the vision. It just never went away. It just kept presenting itself. So I decided it's time for me to move beyond the fear and embrace my my vision. And it feels so great. That does not mean that I am over the fear of public speaking. I am not over it, but it is about 90% better than, you know, when I was a teenager in my 20s or even five years ago or even a year ago, you know. So sometimes your visions can scare you. That doesn't mean it's not your vision. Number five, sometimes they are not relatable and it's very similar to scaring you. You can't relate to that vision of what you're seeing. You can't believe that I am here to have a certain level of greatness. I am here to heal the world. So it gets really, it, you can't relate to it. So it's, it, you think it's not you, you know, visions, because sometimes visions show you way out in the future, you know, and your life has not caught up to it and it scares you and it's, you you can't relate to it and you think it's not you but it will never stop coming towards you because it is you it's just that there's steps to it just think of someone like Oprah who started out i think at 15 16 on the radio if she had seen what she 
who she would be today owning her own station, TV station, it would be very scary for her at 50, most likely. But she had to take steps toward that. She had to go from being a radio show host in a very small town to a journalist, to an anchor news lady, to having her own talk show, to now owning her own TV station. There is steps and a trajectory you have to follow. And if you can, sometimes you can see way, you can feel it. Most of the times you, is you can feel it and you can't relate. So you think that's not your vision. Don't discount it. Number six, visions are supposed to grow and expand. Yes, they're supposed to grow and expand. You might achieve a certain level of your vision and think, oh, that's it for me. Um, I don't need, you know, I've, I've accomplished it and that's it. But that's not true. Nothing, nothing is ever static. And this life is about growing and expanding and evolving. So as you hit um, a level of your vision, there's more levels for you to accomplish. You have to keep going, you know, so visions are supposed to grow and expand. All right. So let's talk about your vision. You know, can you answer any of the questions I asked earlier, you know, at the beginning of the show? And let me repeat some of them for you here. How do you see your life unfolding? How do you see yourself? The vision of your life that you had early in your life is, are you living it now? Do you even remember what you wanted to be as a young child? Did it morph into something, you know, as a teenager or a young adult or in your 20s? Ask yourself these questions, you know, about your vision about your life because it would take you to a deeper place of who you are, whether you have, whether you're living um, some of your vision now or you have not accomplished anything because there are people that are way off track. They are way off their path. But ask yourself these questions so you could begin to get back on track. And the number to call in, remember, in the United States and Canada, because I want to talk to you. I would love to chat with you about vision. And it doesn't have to be about tonight's topic. It could be about anything. Even if you want to ask me about my vision, we could talk about that. I love when people ask me questions. I love to learn and evolve and grow that's an addiction of mine. So the number in the United States and Canada to call in is 888-627-6008. And anywhere else around the world directly, please call in at 323-744-4831. Give me a call. And when we get back, we're going to finish the list. We got up to number six. We have four more. And we're going to continue to talk more about vision after that and losing your vision, you know, because a lot of us are losing it. So I'm going to take a little break and I'll be right back. Hello. 
This is Cadian Grant of Ask Cadian, and every fourth Thursday of each month, I will be facilitating a life transformation group coaching online class. This class will begin on January 28th. If personal one-on-one coaching isn't for you right now, and you would like assistance with change in your life, then I highly recommend getting started with this class. Each month, we will work on a particular theme. I will answer questions, coach, and be there for your personal development. For more information, please visit my website at www.kadiangrant.com and click on Group Coaching to begin your transformation. I am here to remind you of your greatness in every way. Hi, this is Sue Brooks. I'm a member of several Toastmasters clubs, including Dialogue Party Toastmasters, located in Somerset, New Jersey. I've been a Toastmaster since 2000 and have achieved distinguished Toastmaster recognition. I currently serve as the District 83 Public Relations Manager to help promote the Toastmasters program to the public. In addition, I keep the members of the district informed about upcoming events using an integrated communication strategy, providing the right message to the right people at the right time. Not only has Toastmasters helped me to become a better speaker, but the program has helped me become a better listener and a more confident leader. Dialogue Party Toastmasters provides a safe, mutually supportive environment for you to practice your public speaking skills. Our club meets the second and fourth Tuesday of the month from 7.30 to 8.30 p.m. You can learn more about our club by visiting our website, dpttoastmastersclubs.org, or our Facebook page, Dialogue Party Toastmasters. We hope you can join us as a guest in an upcoming meeting. Or visit toastmasters.org to find a meeting near you. Toastmasters, where leaders are made. Okay, and welcome back, everyone, and welcome to the second half of the show. And this is Katie and Grant, and I am here to remind you of that greatness vision that you were born with. That vision is a vision we all came here with, a greatness vision, and you're meant to live that kind of life, that exciting, fulfilling, meaningful life. You're not meant to live a mundane, mediocre life. So if that's what you think, I would love for you to snap out of that, okay? Because there's no way you're supposed to live that. And I know you look around the world and and you say, but a lot of people are not living that exciting, fulfilled, great life you talk about, Kaden, and you are correct. You are correct. That's because most people are not connected to their vision. So how about you begin to connect to yours so you can live that um, exciting life and be a light for everyone else um, to come along and say, hey, I can do what he or she does. I can have that, you know, and so they can ask you questions and how you can do that. And that's how we help each other move forward to our greatness. All righty. So I wanted to mention, I haven't mentioned this in a while on the show, is This show gets syndicated um, through iTunes and other 
places that hold podcasts. So if you miss part of the show or or miss the show, you know, a week, you can go to the podcast on iTunes and and you can download and you can subscribe if you like it or leave a review for me. Or you can even go to bbs.com slash Askadian and go to my archives and and listen to the you know the archives of the show. It's always up and available. Um, I think the archives goes up 24 hours right after a show. And there's the engineers are so great um, at putting it up on time. Also, to listen to the show, you don't necessarily have to be on a computer. You can download the BBS radio app for easier, easier listen, listening and take it with you. And, and it's a really great app and it's really, really simple. And I love things that are simple, you know. And also, if you have a question for me and you're afraid to call in, just call, just send me an email. My email address is kdnrg at gmail.com. It's my first name, K-A-D-I-A-N-R-G at gmail.com. And hey, if you just want to say hello, that's fine. I would love to still, you know, hear from you if it's something just as simple as that. Or if you want to ask me a question, you can always email me um, a question. And once again, the number to call in the United States and Canada is 888-627-6008 and anywhere else around the world directly is 323-744-4831. Give me a call so we can chat. When I left off, I I was talking about 10 things we need to know, 10 important things or 10 facts about our visions, and I stopped at number six. So number seven is nobody needs to understand your vision. That is very important for everyone to get that because we tend to want to um, get support from everyone around us. And the truth of the matter is you won't. They won't understand your vision. They, some people just can't. Some people is at a different level of consciousness than you are. Some people are not living their vision, therefore they can't support you on they, on yours. So they're very negative about it. You know, they just, they just can't. It's not that they don't want to, they just can't, they can't understand it. You know, I remember when I was starting out on a different trajectory of my life, people did not understand where I was going. The decisions I was making uh, was so vastly different than the track I was on and my life was changing rapidly that they couldn't keep up. So I didn't have a lot of people cheering me on. They were they were, they were more scared and you know and uncertain about where I was going. And one of the reasons for that is I realized was they were not living their life um the life they they carved out before they got here. So they couldn't understand me. They couldn't understand where I was going, so they couldn't be supportive. So I 
stopped telling people about my vision, you know, is I had to keep it to myself because people's opinions will drain you. So no one needs to understand your vision. Don't um, stop your vision because people don't get you. Please move forward. It is your vision. It resonates with you for a, for a reason because it is yours. So please go after it. Number eight, not everyone you are in contact with, family or not, is a part of your vision. That's another biggie because we tend to want to bring everyone we love and everyone that loves us with us. And in reality, it is not true. It's it's not something we can do. And you will see that, you know, when I like um, famous people. And the reason I like them because they they actually put their life on the line for us to see. Their, their life is being played out right before us. And so we get to see their mistakes. We get to see, uh, you know, not so great decisions they have made. And if you watch a lot of them, they, you know, as soon as they make it big and they get rich, the first thing they want to do is bring all their family with them and share in their abundance, which is great. That is wonderful. And then after a while, those family and friends begin to drain them. You know, um, you, their life start to change and turn upside down because even though they're your family members or your friends that you grew up with since kindergarten or you know, people you love, they're not part of that vision you're in. And I'm not saying not to help them. You can help, but you can't bring them, you know, everyone along with you. I remember that was one of the things MC Hammer had said that was one of the biggest mistakes that he did, which made him go bankrupt is because he was taking care of over a hundred people, you know, because he wanted to spread his wealth and have them share in it. And, and, but then they were just abusive. You can say on his part, they just used them up. And when the money was gone, guess what? They were gone, you know? So you have to be careful of that. Who is a part, who do you want to keep in contact with, you know, when you have accomplished your vision? Number nine, visions once manifested will hurt. (laughs) They will become boring and stale. And I know you're looking at me, Kaka, you're like, what? But it's my vision, Katie. And how is that possible if it's tailor-made for me? Well, the reason for that is once you're living your vision and it's, you know, you're, you're very happy, you have manifested some stuff, you're living an exciting life. After a while, you will get bored because you need to go to another level of your vision. So it's a key sign when you're, even though you're living your purpose 
and you're starting to become bored with with your purpose, that doesn't mean it was it's not your purpose. That doesn't mean that purpose is done. What's what what that is telling you is there is another level of your purpose that you need to go to. Remember, we're here to grow and expand. There's different levels of everything. And Oprah, again, is a great example. Just imagine if she had stayed that radio show host, she would not be, and I doubt it very much, be the billionaire she is now. I doubt it very much that she can build schools in Africa and do the things she does now. She just kept going to a different and embracing a different version, a different level of her vision. So it will it will begin to hurt because you will once again become unhappy. You will once again become dissatisfied. And don't fall prey to that. Don't fall all in, you know, just recognize it and ask yourself questions again. What is unfolding for me here? What is happening here? Oh, I, what will make me happy? You're just happier. You know, you just need to go to a different level of happiness. And that's how the universe speaks to us. That's how it guides us is through our emotions. So when you're not feeling about your purpose the same way you were five years ago, Don't be afraid to say it. Don't be afraid to acknowledge it. Don't think you're being ungrateful. You're not. It's just that you have been sitting in that vision way too long and you need to move along because, you know, as human beings, we love comfort zones. You know, we love when something is familiar. We do. We just want to sit there and enjoy it. But the universe is going to say, no, no, no. It's time to move on. There is more for you. There is greater for you. And I bet you when Oprah was a millionaire, she probably didn't think of becoming a billionaire. And when she became, you know, when she had $10 million, she probably thought that was it. I can't, you know, get any, you know, get any greater than this until she is a billionaire. You know, your vision goes levels deep, levels deep deep, but let's take it one step at a time. And number 10, your vision can become a burden. Yes, it can become a burden. And you you know, you're going to ask me, of course, why? Well, let me explain to you why. This is usually for people who have been seeing visions of their life and they have not moved towards it. And they just go about their life doing other things, becoming someone else, becoming a part of someone else's vision, becoming part of society's vision. And once again, the universe is not going to leave you alone. It's going to keep showing you who you are. And that's going to weigh on you. You know, the unhappiness will weigh on you. Depression will set in. It becomes a burden. Your vision can become a burden. And even if you're sitting in at a certain level level of your vision, 
it will become a burden if you don't move on when you're when you're called to move on. You know, just think if Oprah had sat on her show, she's 25 years, I think she gave it up. If she was still doing that, it would have been hard for her. It's time for you to move on. There's more for you. So your vision can become a burden. All right. So those are the 10 things to know about visions. And if you want to add anything to it, or if you have any questions, please call in so we can chat about that. Okay. So the next thing I want to talk about is losing your vision, you know, and it just simply means it's getting out of reach. It's moving further and further away from you, which, like I said, number 10, will become a burden on you. You know, your life begin to um, feel unhappy. Those are signs of losing your vision. You're settling in your life. You know, you're not aligning to it. You're not paying attention to it. You know, you start to settle. You start to feel small about yourself, about your life, your world becomes small to you. You're not connecting to the greatness that you're here to be. You know, that's those are signs of losing your vision. All right. And at any point, you can change direction and get back on track. You can really do that at any point in your life. You can do that. It's just that the vision itself that you had earlier will change. For instance, you know, if you were supposed to be a gold medalist in swimming, right? And you're 60 years old now and you didn't um, go down that road. Of course, we know that's not achievable at this point. I don't know of any... Um, 60-year-old that's still swimming in the Olympics, but we can say that's out of reach, but that doesn't mean there isn't other visions. There are more that you can um, relate to, more that you can achieve that resonate with you. You don't have to sit in a vision you don't want to. You just have to now look for a different version of it. You know, maybe it's to coach a Michael Phelps. You never know. You know what I'm saying? So it will change over time. And even if you have not connected to it, you there are different versions of it. So don't think that, you know, it's a lost cause because you're 60 years old and you've never moved in the direction of the things that warmed your heart or made you happy. So what can you do to get back in alignment with your vision. And so you could just, so you could go get it and start moving towards it. And we talked about that a little earlier. Ask questions. Begin to ask questions. You know, you know that you're not feeling satisfied. You know that you're not feeling fulfilled. You know that you're not really happy. You know that you are pretending. You know that you are avoiding. Start to ask some honest questions of yourself. And these you can write them down. You can sit by yourself. I'd rather you be by yourself when you're asking these questions. And 
and and be honest. Look at your life. You can't change something if you don't look at it. Don't be afraid to look at it. I know it hurts. I know it hurts. I know the feeling and I have experienced it. But you have to look at it, feel the hurt and walk through it to see what's on the other side for you. Ask questions of yourself. And such as, you know, whose life is this I'm living? That's a good question. Besides, am I happy? Whose life is this I'm living? I had that question for myself when um, I was married and and I had my three children. And after a while, I was asking myself, whose life is this? You know, because this life didn't feel like me. It just, I was losing myself more and more. You know, ask yourself, whose vision am I living? You know, I I didn't know enough to ask that question, but whose vision am I living? Did I go to college because my parents said that I should go to college? Am I working in the family business because my family says this is what we do? We pass it on. Are we doing that? You know, whose vision am I living in? Are you attending a church because your family's attending the church and you don't really feel like going to that church anymore? Whose vision? Ask yourself. Be honest. Don't be afraid to ask yourself these questions. You know, did I give up who I'm supposed to be for my children, for my spouse, for my religion? You know, be honest. I really want you to think about it. And then I want you to begin to look for things that make you happy. Look for those things. I they're, they're there. You know, it will take some time because a lot of us are lost. We have lost who we are, but it will take some time. But do look for it. It'll, it will, it's there. It's, it's just that you don't recognize it. And if you don't know, try different things, you know, try different things. And if that doesn't work, try something else. Do it by yourself. Remember, you don't have to bring everybody along. Start carving out a life just for you. That's what I did um, after I went through my depression stage. I started to carve out a little tiny piece of life just for me, where my I was nobody's mom. I was nobody's wife. I was nobody's daughter. I was nobody's sister or brother. It was just this little tiny piece was just for me until it grew and grew and grew into a life that I can say right now I am happy in. Okay, so begin really tiny, you know, take an hour um, a week by yourself and do it without your children. It is not a sin or anything wrong with doing that for you because remember, you have your own vision, so does your children. They have their own vision. And your kids, after a certain while anyway, um, is not that into you. (laughs) That's just the truth. You know, after a while they become independent. They don't want you hassling them. They don't want you that much in their life, you know. So you have to find that time for yourself. And the last thing on getting your vision back is get help. You know, you might need a therapist, a coach, whatever you think you need. Um, 
go and get help. Don't, you know, make sure it's someone that it's in alignment with what you want, not somebody who's telling you what they think you should want, but they should fully understand that you are searching for you and you need help getting there. Okay, so um, I'm going to take another short break and remember to call in if you have any questions and or comment comments. And in the United States and Canada, the number is 888-627-6008 and anywhere else around the world directly, 323-744-4831. Give me a call after the break. I'll be right back. Hello, this is Cadian Grant of Ask Cadian, and every fourth Thursday of each month, I will be facilitating a life transformation group coaching online class. This class will begin on January 28th. If personal one-on-one coaching isn't for you right now, and you would like assistance with change in your life, then I highly recommend getting started with this class. Each month, we will work on a particular theme. I will answer questions, coach, and be there for your personal development. For more information, please visit my website at www.kadiangrant.com and click on Group Coaching to begin your transformation. I am here to remind you of your greatness in every way. And welcome back. Um, And this is the last part of the show. And we are talking about your life's vision and why it is important to connect to it, why it's important for you to be who you came here to be. You know, you don't want to live that mediocre, boring, sad life. You want excitement in your life. We all could connect to excitement. We all could connect to joy and happiness and you can do that. Okay. Um, I want to talk about vision boards because that seemed to be a big thing um, amongst people and, you know, coaches and therapists and anybody who is, you know, preaching about abundance and those things, they tell you, to make a vision board board and let me tell you why they're not my favorite thing you know you know and i'm going to talk about what they should contain so they are beneficial to you when you talk about vision boards most people if you look at their vision board they have visions of like a million dollar house and cars and clothes and all the material things in the world is on their vision board. That's not really your vision. You didn't come here with with a vision of material things. You came here with a vision to live an authentic life. And we know that material things cannot bring authenticity, right? So first of all, a lot of people's vision board is incorrect, you know, and I've made that mistake too when I first learned about it and and I was wondering why 
I am not manifesting any of that stuff on my vision board, still having some of them, you know, because it wasn't coming from a place of my vision. It was coming from, you know, from not from my soul vision, but it's coming from a place of what people was telling me is happiness. And, you know, they preach that to you. This is what will make you happy. I don't know if you remember that show, um, about the rich and famous, life of the rich and famous or something. And all you ever saw on that show were people living in $10 million houses, people having 12 cars, they have boats and they have islands. And now, you know, years later, I used to look back and say, wow, I don't recall, because I used to watch that show, my family used to like that show. I don't recall anyone in that show saying, I am living my purpose. It's all about, this is what will make you happy if you have this home and blah, blah, blah. And you can be happy if you have these things too. You know, that's not true. Your vision board should contain um, deeper things like, what is my purpose? So if I saw the vision of me public speaking, then that should have been on my vision board. You know, um, if when I saw the vision of me helping the world, that should have been on my vision board. Your vision is not solely for you. Remember, it's it's for you and to help the world. What is your contribution? So you envisioning a house and cars and jewelry and all of that stuff is not helping the world. What your vision will do will get you those things. It will get you, it can get you those things. So that's why they're not manifesting because you're not really connected to your soul's vision, you're connecting to a vision of what this world has been telling you happiness is, right? So remember, it is not for manifesting material things at all. Vision versus dreams and dreaming. There's a distinction between these two as well. Your vision, once again, is from the soul. Um, it's those things that brings that authentic happiness. It's those things that make you authentically you. That's your vision that you were born in, with. Dreams are not necessarily soul re- related, okay? Because if you're dreaming from the standpoint of your soul, that's yes. Then your dream is relatable, Um, to your life. But if you're dreaming to have someone, to have a certain lifestyle, to be like someone, if you're dreaming to marry a superstar, right, that necessarily might not be part of your vision. And I doubt it very much because you can't dream about someone else's life and, and manifest it because you just can't. Um, So if your dreams are not coming from your soul, then they're not the dreams you want to have. Now, if you have a vision of your life and you're connecting to that vision, then you can dream and imagine it. Because I do that now with myself. I 
I dream about being on stage in front of people and and I envision myself walking on the stage and the things I want to talk about and answering questions in the audience and, and those kind of things. It's related. It's not when I was younger, I was dreaming about having a million dollar house and and all in a car. Now I think about that, I don't even want a million dollar house. I don't even know what I would do with that because really what I'm envisioning is I want to travel around the world and help people. So I would not even be enjoying that million dollar house. It would just be sitting there and just be wasteful. Right now, I'm not looking for that, you know, and 10, 15, 20 years ago, if I manifested that, eventually the unhappiness will still have kicked in and I still would have gotten depressed. Uh, you know, all of that would not have changed because we know material things does not bring you happiness. So if you're going to dream, dream from the standpoint of your soul, not based on what you think or what you're being told happiness is. The other thing is, I want to talk briefly about is, is, is your vision ever totally gone? And the answer to that, it's no. Your vision is, your vision is never really gone. Or some earlier visions are that at some point they go away because you can't manifest them again you know, that example I gave of, you know, being a 60-year-old trying to win a gold medal in the Olympics, that's just let that go, right? But there are other dreams. It's, you know, visions never go away because there are different ones. There's layers of it, you know, and you know that because even though the one being a gold medalist in the Olympics is gone, there's other things things that um, make you emotional, you know, so swimming might still make you emotional, but there might be a different vision for it now or other things. And you know that there are other um, visions because your emotions would all you always tell you. You feel the dissatisfaction. You feel depression. You feel unhappiness. Unhappiness. You know. You feel even though you're living a different life, you're feeling other things that's resonating with you. You're paying attention. You know those. That's a vision trying to get to you, trying to show itself, trying to get your attention, trying to get you to. Um, pay attention to it. So um, it's your vision is never totally gone because there isn't one vision. There is layers of vision because the universe knew that, you know, we will slack off and not connect to, you know, you know, some early vision or we'll get lost along the way. So there's layers of vision. So don't just give up. Keep going, keep trying to find yourself, and most importantly, keep trying to find that happiness that you are really seeking inside and that happiness that you truly deserve. All right? So have a great week, and thank you for listening to me tonight. And remember, I am always here to remind you of your greatness. Good night.